Welcome to another episode of Nude Clan After Dark. Before the clan, after the song of Schweiss and Johnson, I am Caleb. Also Caleb. And Cameron. This is roomy-eyed Caleb, because Caleb is about a cat snuggle away from his deathbed here. Yep. The cat was loving on him, and his fucking eyes are just like sealing closed, and not that he could see anyway, but now you (laughs) really can't see. Yeah, it's, it's getting bad. Uh, so hopefully we don't have to EpiPen Craig before this episode is over. No, I think I'll be fine in like an hour. Although that would be pretty entertaining radio. Just like suddenly we just drop our mics and Craig's just on the ground just fucking shuffling around. and just fucking... Fucking convulsing. I don't think that anybody would be able to understand what's going on with that. Uh, Does, do allergies really require an EpiPen to I get extreme? I don't think so. It's not like you're fucking licking a cat. I think it's only for like food allergies. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. I I think or it's the sting allergies too. Oh yeah, like bee stings. I think it's the spit stuff that but. people are allergic to, like the saliva of the cats. That's what I've heard anyway. Um, I don't know. And they he lick themselves a lot, so like, well, maybe that's what a lot of people are allergic to. That's only something I've heard though, and I, I don't want to quote things that I've heard anymore. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess you can't get super website. severe reaction to cats that would require one. I'm just look. I'm just looking just to make sure, but it's usually the saliva or skin flakes. That yeah, are the dander that you're allergic to. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, not that it matters. That's I don't know. That's like calling a tax a fine. It's like doesn't really matter. I I have to pay it, and it doesn't really matter what I'm allergic to. It has to do with the cat. So hopefully you don't die, uh, guys. We don't have any voicemails this week. Yeah, it's sad. 385-204-3921. That is the number to call. This is the place to be. Um, I I guess I've got some stuff we could talk about instead, but we would love to answer your questions, guys. We, we love to hear from you. We live for it, basically. We really do. And this is... I have a lot of fun doing After Dark, and it's because of the great questions that you guys send in to us that makes me have my love for this show so please give us those questions um i guess i could talk about what happened yesterday so uh caleb craig had a big family event and i blew him off to go to some work conference instead it was like a career thing and a bunch of people that are now supervisors at the post office i work at went there and so i figured oh this must be a thing you do to become a made man like it's (laughs) they've got good stuff there boy uh, it turns out it was basically a giant waste of time. So yeah, they had some good insight. They had some good stories, but all it boiled down to was do your current job really well. And then you could probably become a manager, which <laughs> wow is, it seems obvious, but I kind of yeah. don't like that. And the reason why I don't like that is 
being a leader and being a good follower aren't the same thing. You can be great at following orders and doing things that you're supposed to do. That doesn't necessarily mean you're good at giving those orders or coming up with those processes to put in place. You know, it is a good sign. It's a good sign that you're able to do what you're supposed to do. And you can maybe do that on a higher level and have other people do it too. But it isn't the only indicators. So that kind of bugged me. Yeah. And a lot of it was just people talking about how this is how you get into management. And I was expecting, like, other crafts would be there. You know, like the custodial guys. Crafts. And like, yeah, that's what they call it. Isn't that a horse shit? Alright, guys, we learned some crafts today. Yeah, like, the, the dude, the custodian craft. That's what it's called. The custodian craft. I shit you not. Huh. I'm like, you're not a craft. You're a fucking overpaid maid. I'm a craftsman. I'm so, a, yeah, excuse I, me. I know my craft. And then, like, I <laughs> I would make fun of... There was one of the guys that, like, became a custodian, and I was like, I was like, man, you know, you guys you guys have a hell of a craft here. Like, <laughs> I love your form when you're pushing that broom down the aisle. Like, it's so beautiful. I, I think to myself, like, how is that a craft? And then I see you, and I'm like, that's how. <laughs> I mean, you ever see some of those professional window washers that they like to flick their wrists all fancy? That you know? is yeah. a craft. That's you, a craft. Can you imagine one of those guys in a knife fight? They would cut you to ribbons, man. <laughs> <laughs> they got that wrist movement to fucking kill. Cut you to ribbons and leave no evidence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be, it'd be cleaned up immediately. <laughs> you know, it's it's so little to no blood. So there weren't any people there talking about crafts. It was basically just how to get into management 101. Um, which most of the stuff they said to do, I'm doing. It's like, be on time, be present, don't call off, and make sure your manager doesn't hate you. Which, that one's kind of unfair, because some of them just hate you for no reason. For the chance we got managers, sell us your life. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Do not rage against the machine. And, dude, I came home, because I got, my boss gave me the option to do overtime, and if I wouldn't have done overtime, I would have left at 11.30. But the problem is, is that they cut me down to 32 hours last week, and I got two hours of overtime on Thursday, and I was like, if I get two more on Friday, four hours of overtime is basically six hours of regular pay. So I almost made up my missing time. So I was like, no, I have to stay. I have to stay here for the OT, right? And I fucking left at one thirty in the morning, and I get home, and I just can't sleep. Like, Alex is snoring. The baby is waking up. I'm just, like, in hell. You know, and I, I didn't, I got like maybe an hour of sleep. I don't know if I actually fell asleep or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell. Right. And then I go to this fucking career conference with people around me that are, you know, some of them I like, some of them I'm like, eh, yeah, you're tolerable at work. And it's kind of a waste of time. I'm missing Caleb's fucking mom's wedding in place of that. Cause I was like, no, I should do this. This is like for my career. I want to see what options are available. Didn't see any options. Was just told how to become a boss. And then I leave that and then go to Brewstillery, which is an awesome, like, drinking fest, basically. And they had a lot of great stuff. Dude, they had this one. It was a cucumber uh, mixed drink. Oh. Oh, dude. It was cucumber and gin, I think. And that sounds disgusting. I could not taste the gin when I tried Jerry's. But when I tried, bought mine, I tasted that gin. But it was smooth, dude. God, that was so Gin smooth. Gin to me just tastes like what uh, you'd imagine household cleaner would taste like. Yeah, yeah. Somehow cucumber conquers. Um, and there was that, and then there was the uh, spaghetti western whiskey shot that was so good. Um, spaghetti western shot? Yeah, it had... I can't remember what it had. 
honestly, but it was good. It was like some kind of whiskey that had some other shit in it that I, I can't <laughs> recall, but I had two of them. Um, and I did that with almost no sleep, so I was blitzed, right? But the thing I want to talk to you, talk more about was the horrific Chinese marketplace area <laughs> up in Salt Lake that I went to. Now, I understand... Okay, first, before we went there, we went into the building. You know what I'm talking about, Cameron. It's yeah. like the big, mm-hmm. it's like, it's Asian store after Asian store after Asian yeah, store. Yeah, I've been there. We go, and then Ken's like, do you want to get some food? And I said, yeah, sure, I'm kind of hungry. The box lunch they gave us at that meeting was almost as disappointing as the meeting itself. Let's go get some grub. <laughs> and so we go into this place, dude, and immediately, the first thing I notice, my feet are, like, sticking to the floor. Like, it's, like, <laughs> to the point where I feel like if I stand still for too long, I'm going to have to leave my shoe behind. Is this one of those <laughs> large human-sized fly traps? Yeah, yeah. And I like was, like... spilled soda everywhere and just haven't cleaned it up. Yeah, and I was instantly, like, pretty grossed out by this place. And I was like, oh, man, if I don't end up spewing for one end of the other, I will be amazed at this. So I was getting a little disturbed, getting a little on, on high alert, you know, and then, and then I had to, I had to take a piss before we ordered our food and I walk over to the bathroom and it's one bathroom, right? There's like, there's like the one stall for dudes, one stall for chicks and it's locked. Someone's in there and I'm waiting and I look and there's like the bathroom. uh, It's like a little, it's like a little closet with no door. There's like a bathroom on one side, a bathroom on the other side, and then a door on the back of the closet. And then above that door is another fucking door. There's just a door that's like six feet in the air. And I'm like, what the fuck is with that door? You know, I'm looking at this door and I'm like, why would you have a door to nowhere? Like, you know, what, what happens if you forget about where that door goes and you're upstairs and suddenly you're like, whoa? And you just fall six feet to the ground where the other door opens up. And so that was, like, number one. And I was on extra high alert after that, right? I was like, this place is fucking bizarre, dude. Like, something's fucked up in this place. Person comes out of the bathroom. I go in, take a piss. I'm washing my hands. And below the sink, below the fucking sink, dude, it's it's this... You know you know those, like, little garbage cans that they have? They have, the, like, the little V-shaped lids that kind of, like, spin. Yeah. And you can spin them endlessly. There's just, like, a fucking garbage can lid, like, sealed into the floor. And it just goes to nowhere. Wait, the lid? Yeah, the lid and, like, the spinny part. There's just one on the floor. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and there's, like, another garbage can in there that's clearly the garbage can for the, like, hand towels. And I'm like... Who made this building? Like, what the fuck is this? There's a door that's six feet up the wall, and then there's a fucking garbage can cemented into the floor under the sink. Yeah. I'm like, this is fucking, this is odd. Uh, the food was good, though, um, so that was great. And then we leave there, and we go to the marketplace, uh, which is, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there. Um a lot of living creatures. So like you got your crabs and your lobsters that are still alive. There was a crayfish there that was doing the, like the come at me bro thing. It had like, it's, it's little claws like way back. And when you get close to it, it would like bring them further back. Like it's just taunting you. That was pretty funny. And then there were frogs. They had frogs that they, they were selling and there was like a picture of the frog. And then there was a picture of the frog after you skin it on there. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Wait, so they were selling the frogs to eat? Yeah, they were alive. They were alive, too. Living frogs. Uh, that was bizarre. 
and and I, and then I found the balut, which we've talked about before. Um, the f- partially formed chickens inside the egg; those were those were pretty pretty fucking grisly looking. Um, and what else was there? There was like fucking brains or something like that. Like yeah. it was. I was like, and that was after I got done eating the food that I was pretty sure was going to kill me. And with the fucking garbage can and the floor and the... the well, how was the food have at this you not place? Been to, have you not been to like a, a like that type of a butcher's market before? No, no. It, it, not with frogs. No, I've never seen a frog for purchase, for, for consumption. And I feel like there was something else that was... Oh, yeah, there were pig heads. That was, I, was want, I wanted yeah. to bring one of those back for yeah, us. A pig head, and then you can get like half a pig head, and you can see the brain inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, yeah. I kind of wanted to bring a pig head back. Um, just for the hog. one of the markets I went to that was right next to kind of like a sea area, so a lot of f- fish was there, and oh my god, the smell of raw like thousands of pounds of raw meat by itself is a little off-putting if you're not used to it. Yeah, but yeah. then add the smell of thousands of pounds of fish on top of that. Oh yeah, yeah, and I like fish. I Don't do too. Wrong. Yeah, but when you have that much raw fish just sitting there inside this kind of warm butcher's area with that just that smell is so pervasive it's just like yeah and then they had the oh dude the fucking stick tube the tube meats yeah they have like one that's got fish in it and it's like a tube and it's not refrigerated it's just like it's like it looks like a hot dog almost like the with the shell and you're supposed to cut it and then you squeeze the fish paste out of the tube like there's yep. some fucked up looking shit in there. And I'm yep. like, I would never eat this. Like, there's some cool, like, oh, hey, look, it's a Kit Kat with, uh, you know, ginseng in it. And then there's the fucking fish tube meat things. Like, those are both in the snack aisle. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need to see the fish tube creature in here. <laughs> uh, so I was pretty disturbed by that. And, like, it's it's it was all just so dirty. And I'm like, this whole place is just fucking dirty like admittedly my feet weren't sticking to the ground in the marketplace like they were in that restaurant yeah which i feel like you should be more concerned with it in a restaurant a place where you're sitting down to eat um the food was good though it was pretty good i just like bought my own little noodle bowl and shit like that it was tasty um but man that was that was something else uh and it's not uninitiated it's definitely an experience yeah and like I don't know, man. There's a lot of, like, fish chip things that they have and, like, things that I just would never eat, you know? What's, I mean, yeah. What's the worst dining experience you guys have had, though? Like, the not not necessarily... I don't know, because, like, the food was good, but, like, the, the dining area was so disturbingly not that I'm not sure how to uh, feel about it. The worst dining experience? Yeah. Uh... Okay, so there's this Mexican restaurant down in Ephraim that everybody was saying was, like, the best place in Ephraim. I can tell you right now, it is not. I do not remember what this place was called, Um, but uh, we went there, and the meat was fucking super dry and questionable as to the animal source it came from. Uh, and the See, that's tortillas. surprising that that wasn't an issue where I went, but where <laughs> you went, it was. The fucking tortillas were like a quarter inch thick and coated in flour. 
god they were they weren't even like vaguely circular shaped it was just a fucking like they had made a poor attempt at pita bread and they were like here's a fucking tortilla (laughs) (laughs) and oh god it was just horrible like they had like watered down soda and fucking like everything was just it and it was a mexican place that had no mexicans like, not even one Hispanic person working there. It's literally just a bunch of white trash running the place. Well, it is in the middle of Ephraim. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> I feel like they I mean, might even have been there e- even and they Ephraim were Even Ephraim has, has a few Hispanic people. It's like, down there, it's like anywhere else in Utah seeing a black man. It's just like, oh my god. Uh, not they quite. They do exist. But, I mean, uh, anyway, so yeah, it was, it was horrible. And I looked on it later at, like, for Yelp, I think, and it had like five stars. And I was like, who the fuck goes to this place and says, yep, that's a tortilla. I love it. Yeah, that's a five star. I could see someone being put off about the Tommy's experience. The food's fantastic, but his little shop is not the, cl- the cleanest mm. looking shop. No, I've rested my arm on the side and I'm like, oh, and I pulled it away. But the food's fantastic. But it's more of like a hole-in-the-wall type uh, establishment. Little shacks are fine. Uh, I but, mean, there's uh, like that broth place here in Provo super that's old and great. not and it's very just clean like inside. But, you know, you know, the food's fantastic. So, I mean, I've had experiences Some of the with best, like, terrible and food. Places are and then there's, there's one person who was making us food, and their kitchen was a fucking disaster. And I felt mm. like... Ugh. We still ate the food. Was fine. I mean, at least Tommy's kitchen is fine. <laughs> um, but Everything else may be a little dirty, but everyone out. And then having a like sitting down the restaurant and feeling just dis- you know like the restaurant itself was disgusting. Uh, I can't really think of one off the top of my head. Rocky Mountain Drive-In was pretty bad here too. Like it was. I don't think I ever filthy. visited that. I don't think I've ever been there. Where is that? I don't know if it's open anymore, but it's right next to the police station in, in Provo here, so it's like a block away from uh, Fresh Market. But I have had some pretty gnarly food that was hard to eat, and then some food I thought would be hard, but actually didn't turn out to be that bad. Like what? Uh, like blood sausage, where they take barley <sighs> oat, barley grain, and then, or just oats, and then soak it in pig's blood and stuff into a sausage, sausage skin and cook that. I've always kind of wanted to try that. You know what? It's I I have low expectations. If it's seasoned correctly in the blood when you cook it, and it kind of gives it a sweet flavor, and so you tend to eat it with some like really fresh uh, jam or preserves, uh, more fr- on the fruity end than the jelly end. Um, and then with some sauerkraut on the side, it actually is kind of a pleasant flavor experience. If the graininess of the blood and the the grains get get at you, then you won't like it. But overall, the flavor wasn't bad. Hmm. Oh, you know what that uh, that English pub English pub we went to uh, in Vegas. Uh, I did not care for their um, their bangers and mash. Oh, so I went to. Cheesecake Factory a little bit oh, for a little okay. bit ago. And I was just looking at the menu. didn't really feel like ordering anything really. Um, but I did end up getting their uh, fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Bad move. It was so <laughs> bad. Like you expect I a, a restaurant like Cheesecake Factory. Anywhere. 
to be to be good, but the batter was tasteless. The fish was chewy, oh. and it's just like oh. I, I got through one of the fillets, and I'm just like, my God, I'm just going to finish these fries and throw the rest of the stuff away. Yeah, that sounds awful. It was bad. I can't even imagine chewy fish. Exactly. That's why I said the fish was chewy because that in itself is wrong. <sighs> it's wrong. That this is like the the idea of that is just as bad as the as like undercooked chicken when it's all crunchy. It's like oh, it's like the worst. <laughs> like you could love chicken, but if you get a fucking piece of crunchy chicken, you're like, I don't want to eat chicken for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. And so, but like the whole experience, I, I haven't really had a 100% terrible dining experience, I would have to say. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad food, so I can't really say it was a terrible experience for that. But I don't know, man. There's something about like somewhere being that dirty and you eating there. It's just disgusting. I think if I would, if I would go somewhere that felt like that off or that dirty, I'd probably just leave. Yeah, I don't know if I've been anywhere that was, like, super fucking dirty. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've heard some horror stories about some Asian restaurants. Like, people holding doors open with, like, the little bucket that the chicken is dethawing in. And, like... Yeah, that's a red flag right there, and I would not go in. My uncle used to deliver Pepsi to a couple of them, and they would do that kind of shit. And he was like, I couldn't ever eat there again. Like, I I didn't have Asian food for months after that shit. (laughs) So you just see it, and you're just like, oh, God. Um, I've been in some Asian restaurants where they do the whole, they tape Ziploc bags of water to the doorframe. Because apparently flies see that and don't want to fly through a door with the hanging bags of water on them. I don't know what the science is behind that, but I thought that was strange. But still ate there. I think that was Chin's Noodle House. Yeah, just right over there. Just right over there. Is that still open? I don't think so. I don't know. I think they're gone now. Yeah. I think it's right. They they improved, I mean, not improved, they uh, increased their prices by like a shitload, and I think that They were good down. for the for the price you would pay, but they weren't fantastic, but I have found my new go-to place for- They were cheap, and they gave you a lot. Cheap so and tasty Chinese food that doesn't do sit so well after you eat it. Kind of, it ever? It's, it's kind of like a Taco Bell experience, but the food itself is tasty and it's decent, decently priced. And I live right right next to it, just right over there. So it's just yeah. <laughs> it's the new place that's right over there. Yeah, it should just be called Chen's Noodle House. You should go in and like petition them to change their name. <laughs> like, since you guys are right over here, you should change it to Chen's Noodle House. <laughs> yeah, uh, we live in walking distance of it. So nice. I also live in walking distance of my favorite sushi restaurant. Which is nice because you can go down, order all your sushi, but then order a bottle of sake and just oh, go to town eating sushi and pounding some sake and then not having to worry about driving home. hot sake? Okay, so yes, you can order hot sake, but to teach about drinking sake, if you order your sake hot, it usually means it's a low quality. The higher quality sakes are generally consumed at a normal to colder uh, than room temperature so yeah i kind of like cold sake yeah a lot because then because then when it's hot you're not getting a lot of the different flavors that you could get from you know get from it and so cheaper sake is usually served hot whereas the expensive kinds are generally served room temperature or cold nice yeah i I don't know sake is one of those things where i'd like to drink it hot but it doesn't taste as good as it is cold no so i'm like yeah 
And it's hard to get more than just a slight buzz going on uh, from sharing just one bottle of it because it's not super high alcohol content. Yeah. Yeah, I could see like World War II just having like a 50-gallon drum of sake boiling up. That'd be great because uh, it's cold. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if it's cold, yeah. But and then I do if we're gonna if we're gonna bonsai these fuckers like that's what they did man they got drunk on the sake and they just went crazy it's fucking charging and then in there. the more expensive bottles you get there's actually like different levels of quality of sake within the bottle itself because it'll separate and yeah, yeah. depending on mm-hmm. where you're at in the bottle changes the the quality of the sake you're drinking and so usually the more expensive would be like the top part of the bottle itself that gets poured out first. Yeah, I've seen it separate. It's it's bizarre. It looks... And you're not supposed to mix it up. Oh, really? You're not supposed to mix it up. You're supposed to serve it out at each different level. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I fucked that up when I got cold sake. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the rice stuff, and like it like separates completely. It's so bizarre looking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Eat at places that don't scare you. I probably should have just left that place, but yeah, that's what I tend to do. In the market, the the worst part wasn't the the one the things I didn't like were the balut, the frogs, and the disgusting tube meats. Um, tube meats. Yeah, because Cantle just occasionally bring those to work. My work buddy and like, there's just meat tubes. And I'm like, I'm not eating. What the that fuck fucking... do you mean by meat tubes? Okay, so you know, you know the... what uh, you know the, that chicken paste your mom would get sometimes to spread on bread. Uh, okay, yeah. The think of that, but in a tube, yeah. It's in like a tube that's like plastic membraney, and it almost looks like a hot dog, but it's like got fish paste inside. Yeah. It's fucking awful looking. It's so fucking disgusting looking. I've never tried it. And I like Vienna sausages, but fuck that. I'm never going to eat that shit. So it looks it's so not nasty. firm or anything? No, it's like, like soft. I mean, it's firm within the tube. So but basically, you have... it's like a meat gogurt? Kind of, yeah. It's a meat gogurt. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> horrifying. A fish meat gogurt. And <laughs> 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 it sounds horrible, doesn't it? It looks horrible. I'm just like, Jesus. Yeah, the very idea of it. <laughs> yeah. Does that gross you out? Oh man, what about a fucking what about a Vienna sausage sauce cookert? <laughs> Just the water that Just it comes the in? gel, the semen like gel that it comes in the fucking Vienna sausage things. Oh god. Can you so imagine gross. what someone would smell like if they snacked on those things? They would smell like hot dog water all the time. <laughs> It would never leave. I th- I feel like if you ate one of those, you would smell like that on your deathbed. You just kind of smell like hot dogs. It's <laughs> like for eternity. You can never like sweat it out. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, you always just smell like fucking hot dog water until the day you die. God, I dude. I would try at least once. That's would what you I- try balut though? The like partially formed egg embryo, the chicken embryo. Like- I I would I try I I see. I have this thing where I'll try everything at least once just to see whether or not I would like it. I like trying new types of food, but I don't know. Some yeah, of that, I saw I, I've seen this before. Some of that I don't know if I could do. Oh. Balut, yeah, that's that's something that I definitely uh, it, will not go for. It looks it looks so. F- fucking disturbing look at that why why is that a delicacy for people i don't fucking know oh look at them oh god oh they're just they're they're gonna eat it (laughs) 
I think the one is already kind of eating it, and that's why you know you're in there and you see like, you know, there's the there's the the kind of kind of pretty Asian chicks walking oh, God, around shopping, dude. and I'm like, not anymore, not with the balut in your fucking basket. God, <laughs> look at it! It's horrifying. I mean, if you grow up eating some, I like just like oh, that one's bloody and oh. stuff like that. Dude, that that makes me want to throw up. Like, and it, it, <laughs> it's pickled too. There's a, there's a fucking connection in my brain when I see this to a to a horror movie that I saw. It was like an Asian horror movie where basically, like, this lady is uh, is eating uh, those dumplings. But filled with like fetus meat, just like the like, ugh, ugh. I just I, I can't do it. So I have had pretty disgusting meat food. Jello, yeah. So if you go to the different varieties of it, yeah, that that one makes it look nice. But oh, that's what I normally saw it as. What is the that. fuck is meat jello? Did they just like? So you take you take tidbits of meat. Most commonly is you take a a pig's head with like little pieces of meat still stuck to it. You boil the fuck out of it till everything falls off, like the tendons and the gristle and whatnot. Then you throw in some frozen vegetables inside the water with it, and then you throw in gelatin, and then it sets up as meat jello. Okay, so basically it's all the stuff that they would put into a hot dog, but then you add, like... Gelatin. Jello and vegetables. All right. Yeah, and then you just fucking... I don't know how I would feel about you that. You just fucking take a slice and you go for it. Just imagine, just imagine you're, you, you're eating something that has both stringy meat consistency and jello consistency at the same time. And the jello tends just to feel like solidified meat fat, which is probably a good estimation of what it is because their meat fat is still inside the boiled water when they make it you're just adding gelatin on top of it so you're getting you, this you, grainy you've had this right you're just getting this grainy gelatin quality jello with meat inside of it okay how does it taste since you've had like it, it sounds like uh it tastes exactly the way i've described it it tastes like shit it, it, and it, it depends <laughs> on how they season it as well but <sighs> man the only way I could actually ever eat it is to take it and spread it on bread as thin as I could and then put some fucking strong <laughs> mustard on it. Uh, it looks like cat food turned into jello. Yeah. That's, basically, that's a good estimation of what it is. I've had cow lung too. Was it bad? Um, yeah. Pig's feet is not, they're not fun to fucking eat. Like there's Ugh. nothing fucking to eat on a pig's foot. Besides, yeah. like, the little, like, stuff that clings to the bone. You're just like, Ugh. I know some people eat, like, pickled pig's feet. And that just sounds like the worst I've thing had, in the world. I've had pickled herring as well. And chewing on it is not an experience I suggest doing. If, you have, <laughs> if, you're, if you're sitting in front of some pickled herring, the best thing to do is, is to grab away. it is grab it by the tail <laughs> and just swallow it whole and let the fish kind of kind of slither its way down your throat whole because it's slimy because it's pickled why are you right? making it sound worse i'm just God, describing fucking to chewing you, it letting it slither down your throat i'm just describing to you the experience i had and that was the best way to to do it, is just let it just let don't don't chew on the fish because you got everything still inside the fish mm. like the bones and everything yeah because it's pickled yeah Ugh. Um, I've had dried fish too, which was an experience because you have Is to know just, how to eat dried flakes? fish. 
No, yeah. so it's so it's that's a whole it's a whole fish that's smoked or dried, and you have to know how to pick it apart. Because if you just bite into it, you're gonna like the fish still have fucking intestines and stuff. You don't want to fucking bite into that portion of the fish. And so if you know how to take apart a fish, you could do the dried one. It's a little easier. Just like it's like fish jerky when you get down into it with really dry and flaky flesh. I've had fish jerky. It was like in a bag, and it was just like fish chips. It was fish chips. Mm-hmm. I've had the same thing as uh, as squid jerky or squid chips basically a little more chewy but i had to eat like half of the bag before i became accustomed to eating fish chips and then i liked it it was good Mm. you have to like fish or Mm. you're fucked um i don't know man there's just the balut that's that's the thing that makes me the most ill yeah balut i'm looking at it from the pictures and i do feel my gag reflex kind of uh, going at a little bit yeah oh man but look at the four like i said i have to eat everything at least once before i say i think the most disgusting thing that i actually do want to try is haggis it's like all i it's like the only thing yeah it's not like brain or something no, it's just like random meats and vegetables stuffed into like a sheep's stomach and then it's boiled. Oh, okay. Well, sounds I mean, like that it could be good. That sounds like it could be as good as you make it, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the stomach is kind of weird, but it's just a membrane to cook it in. So I wouldn't be opposed to um, finding out what our listeners think the worst food is, like the worst snack item, and having them send us some if they wanted to. Yeah, or or tell us like what you've have you had balut? Like, is it good? Because everyone I've everyone I know that's had, I know it, at least one of our listeners is in the Philippines. <laughs> it tastes so. like chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's what they'd say. Yeah, it, it tastes like chicken, uh, but it looks it just looks horrifying to me, and I'm I don't know, man, like. I would. I. I don't think I wouldn't just go kill a cow, cut it up, and eat part of it. So it's not that. It's not the viscera of it all. It's just. I mean, you just you. You wouldn't eat a fucking like uh, calf whole bathed in its placenta. You know? Yeah, like if I killed a cow and there was a calf in there, I'd just get rid of that. I don't think I'd eat it. I don't think I'd think. I mean, that's that's it. veal in its prime. Pickle it, yeah. <laughs> Pickle it, and I'm going to eat it later. That's not what I think. Oh. You know, I, I think get that out of here. Have you guys ever had pickled eggs? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're weird. Yeah, they're weird, but not bad. Also, that's another food that I can't eat. Like, you know how they have, like, boiled eggs at gas stations? Like, that's something that's just beyond me. I can't. You don't don't trust gas stations. The pickled boiled that. eggs in gas stations. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I would never. Well, the pickled ones I'd probably Anything trust. with fish or egg do not trust from a gas station just yeah. don't trust it it's it, it, i don't know it's one of those things that i just can't bring myself to do it just looks so wrong it just doesn't seem like it should be there like the pickle in a sack that's one thing that's fine it's a pickle but an egg or a, a pair of eggs that have been hard boiled in a baggie at the fucking gas station i don't think so <laughs> i don't fucking think so um yeah, so that was a that was an interesting the, uh, experience. Well, I've I've had the boiled eggs at a gas station. You get in, like the the little bags, and they do taste different. I think it, I don't know what they do to the eggs to help preserve them for longer. They just don't taste like a straight up boiled egg. They have like a little bitterness to them. Yeah, probably because they've been sitting out for a coon's age. They also tend to overboil. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a bad egg. Overboiled is disgusting. Underboiled is. D- equally disgusting though. dude a soft boiled egg though when done right oh that's good stuff dude i can't eat a yolk when it's cold 
No, no, you, you soft boil an egg and serve it hot. You don't eat a soft boiled egg cold. Oh, okay. I accidentally soft boiled one cold and it was runny and I was. There's this, this perfect consistently where the edges of the How yolk do you are starting soft to boil slip. one cold. Well, you just cool it off. You just soft oh. boil an egg and then don't eat until it's cold. And then it's cold liquid and it's like, it's not good. Yeah, soft boiled eggs are meant to be served hot, not not cold. Yeah. And then you make it into mayonnaise afterwards if you let it rot a little while, you know. <laughs> would you rather eat mayonnaise, Caleb, or Vienna sausage? Would you rather would rather ooh, eat a Vienna Vienna sausage? Would you rather drink? What about a Vienna sausage sandwich with mayonnaise? That sounds delicious. I would throw it away. Would you rather spoon mayonnaise from a jar or or get fucked in the ass by a mayonnaise jar? Buy a mayonnaise jar? Yeah, the mayonnaise jar is sentient. No, uh, would you rather spoon mayonnaise in your mouth or spoon the little jizz inside the fucking Vienna sausage? Uh, I would take the little <laughs> Vienna sausage jizz. Oh, man, I still just remember that joke that, like, the two chicks fighting in the fucking Vienna sausage <laughs> tub. I remember telling you that. You were just so fucking... You were so fucked up for so long afterwards. God, it's disgusting. They, they would just forever smell like fair hot dogs. You know what? I, I don't understand why people find... Or they can't eat just like this heavily processed meat like Vienna sausage or Spam. Like In small doses, they can be tasty if you fry it up just right. Yeah. I would just eat the Vienna it's sausage. It's just super raw, salty. Though. Yeah. I, I eat them raw, too, whenever I have them. I miss those days, man. I used to eat those all the time. The Me little, too. Little mini penises and their jizz. Do you think it's different. just more of a Southern America thing? It probably is, yeah. I, I'm sure you can find them here, but... No, you can, but it's just like people eating them. Yeah, I used to eat Kipper Snacks, too, and that's... I can eat Kipper Snacks just fine. <laughs> Kipper Snacks, I can't quite do sardines, but Kippers are real nice. And they're actually kind of healthy for you, too. If you work them into your diet as, you know, you, you know, add more, add more fish to your diet, and they're really easy to eat on the go, um, I that's usually a- just... Threw them in with some spinach and some cheese and had me a little kipper salad. It's a fun name, too. Kipper? That's yeah. a fun name. It's a good It's good to say, you know. Uh, yeah, guys, let us know what your food horror stories are. Um, I do want to know if some of you guys have tried Balut, what it compares to, um, and should we try it or not? I, I, I don't know if I can actually make myself do it. It's just so disturbing. Partially formed beings... I don't know, man. I don't know. But you guys might. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to add? No. That's pretty much it for me. Uh, nah. All right. Well, we will see you again on next week's After Dark. Please get your questions into 385-204-3921. That's 385-204-3921. Just gone on the north.